In this episode, I cover some manifestation lessons showcased in Christmas Switch movies. I've spent the last week reviewing these movies. When well done, these contain some of the most amazing manifestation lessons found in movies. Some of them involve sisters switching places. Others involve going back and switching lives with other people who are in different circumstances. And yet others involve going back and reliving past events and making changes. The movies I looked at for this episode include A Christmas Switch, Holiday Switch, The Christmas Clause, Switched for Christmas, and this year's Next Stop Christmas. All of them focus on seeing life from another perspective. This other perspective gives you insight into a reality that you didn't realize existed right under your nose or that you didn't appreciate before. This is powerful, and this is something that I know something about intimately. Because as some of you may or may not know, in February 2014, I sold or gave away everything that I owned, and waiting for the weather to allow me to leave, on February 2nd, Groundhog Day, of all days, I left and began a cross-country journey a spiritual journey, to find myself and find my life. And so these Christmas Switch movies are near and dear to my heart because I understand them viscerally. Because so many people, and I was one of them, as we're going about our lives, we don't realize that there are other ways to view our lives. And sometimes, and this was true in my case, it takes leaving behind your old life to see it from an entirely different perspective. And that allows you to find yourself, to find out who you really are, to see things from another perspective. Not everybody has what I would say the luxury of doing that. And for me, I traveled across the country. And this was more of a, I had no other choices in my own mind kind of a choice. And several years in looking back, helped me put things in perspective. These Christmas movies really consolidate this idea. Often, the movies look back at a few weeks or a month. One of the ones I didn't mention in the original list, but is a very famous Christmas switch movie, where the character switches states in life, is the Nicolas Cage movie, Family Man. And really, almost all of these movies fall under this movie. They're all very well done. They're all worth a watch because they make you think and reconsider your place and your state and the way you view your life. Because we all go through life and we think we know. We think we know our state in life and where we belong. And sometimes we may feel like we have it all. Like in the Nicolas Cage character's circumstance. And his switch involved going back and realizing he had nothing, nothing that mattered. Some of us look back and think we know our state in life and where we belong. And others, and this was me, feel trapped. Feel trapped by our bad choices or what we think were bad choices. 
And in retrospect, we may agree that we made bad choices, or we may realize that those choices were actually the best choices. It is only through introspection that we have this ability to recreate who we are now and for the future. I recommend any one of these movies, and Family Man is a particularly good one. Two on the list have to do with identical sisters who switch lives with each other to see what it's like from the other's perspective. And in the beginning, they think it's a deal, and it ends up working out for them because they end up appreciating not only their twin sister's life, but also the life that they led before and where they can make improvements to make it even better. The concept I want to emphasize here is that looking at your life in a different way is a powerful exercise. Most people can't or don't sell everything they own or give everything they own away or a combination of that and set off across the country. And I know from firsthand experience that people have one of two reactions when you make a drastic change like this in your life. And they're very black and white reactions. There's one group who thinks you're nuts. They ask, what's going on with you? What are you thinking? Is there something wrong with you? Can I call someone? (laughs) And then there's the completely opposite group who treats you like you're a superstar. If you ever wanted to know what that feels like, If you can drop everything in your life and set off in a camper van across the country, there are people who will look at you and be in complete and total awe that you have the guts to leave everything you know behind and set off into the unknown, into adventure. And if YouTube's any example, there are tons of people making a living sharing their adventures in their travels in camper vans. This is not my idea of the ideal life. The camper van was just part of my journey. I love the freedom of being private and the peace of the country and of the great big sky filled with stars that seem to go on forever. I love quiet. But I had the opposite life before. I had the stress. I had the chaos. I had the complete and total success package that they sell everyone. Not everyone buys it. This life that I enjoy now seems so foreign and so unimaginable to the person I was before. And I would have never agreed to swap my former life for this life because I was so caught up in what was supposed to be, what was supposed to be the way I was to live life. I was so programmed about what I was supposed to do, what I was supposed to achieve, who I was supposed to be, the six-figure job, the corner office, the nice car, the perfect home. But all of the trimmings of quote-unquote material success turned out to be window dressing. And my soul, maybe your soul, cries out, mine did. It cried out, this is not for me. Whatever circumstances you're in, and this is the beauty of these movies, because they show you that it is possible to experience another life, another side of life, 
and that maybe the life that you chose is not the life that your soul cries out for. And how do you know what your soul really wants? Your heart is your connection to your soul. I found this out in the most amazing way. I beat my head for years. Like a fly beats itself against the glass, trying to get out. I didn't know I was trying to get out. I thought I was trying to succeed. I was trying to make it. I was trying to be the person that would make my parents proud, that would be the success. I would not only have the six-figure job and the corner office, but I would be looked up to by other girls who were trying to make themselves a success. But secretly, I was anxious, scared, lost, and so stressed that I lost my way. I didn't lose my way after all of the success. I lost my way before I achieved any of it. But I didn't realize it until much later. Until I set out in that camper van for a completely different life. I set out in that camper van after everything hit rock bottom. I had lost three jobs because of my health. My health had completely crashed three times, and I had no choice. I was fired because I couldn't return to work. Each time I should have been devastated. I was fired from my job, but each time, much to my surprise, I felt my heart sigh, a sigh of relief. And I thought, wait a minute, we're supposed to want success. But my heart didn't agree. My heart said, no. No, this is not the path. This was not the first time my heart had said, no, this is not the path. From the time I was 20 years old, my heart said, no, this is not the path. And I said, oh, yes, this is the path. This will make us so much money. This will make us successful. This will make us have a wonderful lifestyle. This will make us secure. My heart said, no. And so I shut out my heart. This was the heart that all during the time when I was growing up cried out, I want to write. I want to create art. I want to play music. And every time it did, I went to my parents and I said, this is what I want to do. And I was so excited. And they said, no, you can't make enough money to survive doing that. And my heart hurt. And my mind took over and it said, we're going to do this. We're going to get a job and a career that makes enough money that will secure our future. And my heart shrank. And I felt it shrink. And I ignored that shrinking. This was the worst mistake. I say that with love because now that I'm able to share this and hopefully prevent others from making the same decision, I realize it was for a purpose. Eventually, my heart won because my heart shut down everything in my life until I had no choice but to pay attention to it. My heart shut down everything until I had the wisdom to understand 
that my heart was right all along, and that it doesn't matter how much money you make or the lifestyle you have if your heart is broken, if your heart is not living the life that it yearns to live. And there's a debate out there. Should you follow your head or should you follow your heart? And it was going on when I was a child. And it goes on to this day, the hustle culture. I'm sure you're very familiar with that. The Heart Math Institute has discovered the heart has its own brain. It stores its own memories, and it is responsible for the rhythm of our soul. The head wants to interfere, and society tells us that our brain and our head are right. But this programming is completely wrong, especially in today's day and age, because with the internet and with all the tools we have to reach people in today's day and age, there is nothing that your soul cries out to do that you cannot accomplish. There wasn't anything that could prevent it before either, but there's even less of an excuse today. So if you're one of those people whose soul is crying out to do something and you're following the practical path, the path that your parents laid out, the path that you hope will gain you the approval of other people, whether it's your parents, your spouse, or impress your boyfriend or girlfriend, whoever it is, and that you will make a decent living at it, but your heart is crying out no, and you're ignoring it, this is the episode. This is the moment. This is the message. Stop. Change your course. It's never too late. Even if you have to change it in your spare time, If you follow the yearnings of your heart, your heart connected to your intuition, which it is automatically, will lead you to the path you will be most fulfilled on. Another movie that is not a Christmas switch movie, but really fits in here nicely, is Overboard. One of the quotes in that movie really sum up these Christmas switch movies, or any switch movies. Because the Joanna character in Overboard got amnesia and forgot who she was. She also got to experience life in an entirely new way, from an entirely new perspective. And there's a quote from her butler, the character Andrew. And he told her, Most of us go through life with blinders on, madam knowing only that one little station to which we were born. But now you, madam, on the other hand, had the rare privilege of escaping your bonds for just a spell to see life from a completely new perspective. How you choose to use that information is entirely up to you. All of these switch movies allow people to see their lives from an entirely different perspective. It's something most people don't go and search for. And I didn't really understand that that was what I was doing when I left in my camper van. But it certainly was. 
I was leaving everything familiar behind in order to experience life in an entirely new way, from an entirely different perspective. The lessons in these movies boil down to looking for ways that you may be overlooking the blessings or taking things in your life for granted. It's also a shift in the way you consider even ordinary things in your everyday life. For example, instead of the quote-unquote chores that you have to do every day, that a lot of times the response is, oh, I have to do this. Here's an example with the dishes. Oh, I still have to do the dishes. Instead of that, think something like, I am so lucky to have this home, and I get to do the dishes. And maybe when you were younger, maybe when you were a teenager, your dream was to have your own place and have your own dishes. And so you might think, I remember when I was 16 and I dreamed about having my own place and my own dishes. You can put on the robe, so to speak, this invisible robe of the you who feels infinite and knows everything is possible. And you're so grateful for where you are right now because it's another step closer to whatever it is you want in your life. These little shifts in your mindset, they build up and they become this snowball that turns into an avalanche of change in your life that attracts more and more good things and more and more things to be grateful for. I talked in my Thanksgiving Day message about having a Thanksgiving feast of gratitude every day. And I remember, because I felt this way myself, that sometimes on some level, especially if you feel cynical right now, you don't think it would make a big difference. Or maybe it sounds ridiculous or you wonder who's going to do that. It's so much work every day. Or I've already done that for so long and nothing's changed. But I'm going to give you a little secret here that many people don't realize. When you're doing affirmations or gratitude exercises or any manifestation techniques, and maybe you have heard this, but maybe haven't tied it to exactly what you're doing. Many people want change and they kind of throw the whole manifestation kitchen sink of techniques at what they want. But it's the energy behind it all. And if you shift your energy in the way that you're backing these affirmations and techniques in a way that you're not doing them as this rote exercise, but doing them with intention and really digging deep into the feeling of what it would feel like in this present moment to have what it is you want to manifest and to feel the gratitude for it being there with you right now. Because everything is consciousness, and so everything you want already exists in consciousness. And consciousness is everywhere. It's closer than breath nearer than hands and feet. It's just a tiny, minuscule, smaller than an atom 
shift away from you right now. And switching into that mindset, those feelings, that state, that's putting on the robe. It brings about this whole shift in your vibratory signature. It's not the words and the techniques that do anything. It's the alignment of your feelings and your thoughts and your vibration to bring it about. You can do it with thoughts alone. You can do it with thoughts and feelings. And then you can also align that with your vibration. And the more you are in alignment with all three, the faster you will see your manifestation appear because the less resistance you will have in your vibration. And it's the resistance in your vibration that makes it appear that it takes a lot of time. You know from manifesting little things that little things that you have no resistance to can manifest nearly instantly. It's actually training yourself to get into this alignment that takes the time before you see the manifestation. If you could instantly align yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, and your vibration with no resistance, things would appear almost instantaneously in your life, whether they were, in your estimation, large manifestations or not. It's not the words and the techniques that do anything. It's the alignment of your feelings, your thoughts, and your vibration. So use whatever techniques you want that you feel are going to work for you. If you're particularly drawn to a certain technique because it helps you get into alignment better than some other technique, use that. I'm agnostic about manifestation techniques because what works for me might not work for you. That doesn't mean I don't think there are certain techniques that are more likely to work than not, but you could be the exception to that. So anytime you hear advice about what to do to change your mindset or get closer to your manifestation, remember it's that alignment that matters. And whatever helps you get into that alignment easily and most effortlessly is what you want to use. And it's not about the amount of techniques. It really has to do with building up these little moments, these little mind shifts in the moments and accumulating them throughout your day. It's part of getting into that state where you're praying without ceasing. Praying without ceasing means that you're embodying the energy of being the person who already has what it is that you want to manifest. Whether it's the whole life and lifestyle, love, whatever. Embodying your manifestation is the perfect alignment between your heart, your mind, and your vibration. And whatever you can use to get there, whether it's thoughts, thoughts coupled with feelings or dancing around the room five times a day, Anything that raises your vibration and makes you feel that you already have that manifestation is what will shift it. In these Christmas switch movies, 
most of the people were forced into a different state against their will, and they were forced to come to terms with how they felt before they were forced into the new situation versus what they realized afterwards. It was a great gift to all of them, but it's a gift you can give to yourself anytime, in a less traumatic way. In any moment, you can begin to do this. These movies really drive that home, which is why I love them so much. I've included a list of the movies that I mentioned in the description to their IMDb link if you want to refer to them. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Manifestation Lessons in the Movies. From free to more personal options, following are some manifestation resources you may find helpful. If you're interested in manifesting love, first is the Manifesting Love Journal, available in hardcover and paperback from Amazon. It's a guided step-by-step way to tune in to exactly what you need to focus on to manifest the love you want, whether it's someone already in your life or someone you haven't met yet. All clients who work with me to manifest love pick up a copy prior to our first coaching session. If you're really ready to get serious, book a one-on-one mindset coaching session. One session can get you further in under one hour than you may have gone in the last year. And if you want to take a $497 value manifestation course, that's available right here on the podcast in my How to Manifest Anything series. It's a series of eight episodes of the podcast focused on step-by-step foundational information that you need to know to manifest absolutely anything. This is a must-know manifestation base for any technique that you could possibly use in manifestation. I have more key, in-depth informational podcasts coming up, and you want to have those eight episodes under your belt for what's coming in 2022. The links to all these resources are in the description. Until next time, remember, always believe in miracles, be well, and be love. You deserve the best. Namaste.